Welcome back to Blake's Take, everyone. Hope you're having a fantastic day. And NBA Finals Game 2 continued to show the resiliency of the Phoenix Suns. This team stays poised throughout the entire game, and they are ready for whatever comes their way. With two masterful coaches in Monty Williams and Chris Paul, coach on the floor. The key was the Suns got even better in this game, while the Bucks got worse. The Bucks came in knowing they had to stop the pick and roll, making the adjustment from game one, and they were fairly successful early on as Drew Holiday was hedging screens and harassing Chris Paul in the full court, forcing an uncharacteristic six turnovers. But the Bucks can only do so much until CP3 catches on and makes the adjustment to your adjustment. Once again, he worked to make Brooke Lopez look uncomfortable up top, but this time the other Bucks sagged back to fill the gaps in the driving lanes so that drivers and slashers like Mikel Bridges and Cameron Johnson couldn't get in there. So, the Suns spread the floor and they were locked and loaded beyond the arc. Coming right out the gates, hitting 8 threes in the first quarter alone. They hit 20 threes total in this game. But Milwaukee managed to keep it close there in the first within the three-point game. However, the second quarter was where the defining moment in this game was found. As Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday went 0 for 11 in the second quarter. Something you cannot do, especially as the Suns take advantage of their opportunities, shooting uh, their shooting struggles, because they went on a scoring spree of their own, highlighted by 14 points and some Harlem Globetrotter type ball movement at the end of the quarter, which gave the crowd lots of energy to send off these Suns into the locker room. Insane ball movement that reminded me of the early 2000s Spurs and the Greg Popovich, and that just shows the great coaching abilities and great team chemistry that the Phoenix Suns have. Giannis was definitely frustrated in his teammates in the huddle, as you could see, and his teammates' performance in the second quarter, so he took things into his own hands in the third, scoring 20 points by himself, joining the great Michael Jordan, Isaiah Thomas, and Joe Dermas as the only players in NBA history to score 20 points in a quarter in a finals game. Giannis is sensational. That is not questioned at all. Coming off a hyper-extended knee. Coming two games later of your first NBA Finals. Putting up 20-17 and 17 in Game 1. Pretty solid. And now a just historic, marvelous, masterful 42-point game showing in Game 2. But the Bucks continue to come up short due to the lack of consistency from their other players who they pay loads of money to in Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday. In Game 1, Chris Middleton... Had a solid 29, but Drew Holiday scored 10 on poor 4 of 14 shooting. Game 2, neither Drew Holiday nor Chris Middleton were better. As Drew Holiday, he did, yeah, he did play aggressive on defensively, but offensively, he just did not shoot a whole lot better than in Game 1, scoring 17 points, but hitting only 7 of 21 field goals. Chris Middleton was 5 of 16 for just 11 points in Game 2 forcing Giannis to carry an even heavier load on his sore left leg. Giannis can only carry the load so much, though, and he is human, so he does need some rest, especially when coming off an injury like that. Unfortunately, though, it seems like he can't even give it a rest, as every time he come off of the court, the Bucks fall apart, just absolutely fall apart. 
with Giannis on the floor, the Bucks outscored the Suns by one point in Game 1 and three points in Game 2. When he sits, though, they've been outscored by 27 points across the two-game span. Giannis is coming off an injury still, so he will still be limited somewhat on the minutes he can play and how far he can go. Yes, if this series goes deep, he may be asked to play the entire game. But right now, his teammates need to pick him up when he is off the floor for a bare minimum of five minutes is what you got to give to this guy. He's given everything to you guys. You got to give something back if they want to stay in this series. More importantly though, heading back to Milwaukee, it is critical that the Bucks win both Game 3 and four rather than splitting because as we know coming back 3-1 is incredibly difficult not impossible as we saw with LeBron and has only happened once in that NBA finals with LeBron coming back to the cat to top off the 73-9 historic one of the the best regular season team of all time in the Golden State Warriors so obviously I can't say it's impossible to come back down 3-1 but it will be very difficult for the Milwaukee Bucks to go down 3-1 and come into Phoenix in Game 5 and get a win when Chris Paul and Devin Booker are in full closeout mode. So, crucial for the Bucks to get two wins here in Milwaukee. I think they can do it. I think that Milwaukee crowd is very great. Game 3 is crucial, obviously, because if they go down 3-1, 3-0... We know the history there. Uh, 0-3. We know the history there. No team has ever done that. And I don't think that the Phoenix Suns would drop three straight, four straight. So I don't think that's what's going to happen for the Bucks. I think they'll snag game three. But I think the game four is the defining moment in this series. Because if they win game four, this series is tied. Heck, we do head back to Phoenix. And that's where the Bucks could take the 3-2 lead or the Suns could bounce back. Which I, I I couldn't analyze game five after I, I haven't seen even game three or four. So game three will be crucial. I think the Bucks will take that one. I think they'll go in Milwaukee, have some motivation, have the crowd hyping them up. It's their first finals uh, in 47 years, so that'll be an important, crucial game for the Milwaukee Bucks. In game three, I think they're going to win and they'll get that. But game four. It's going to be defining and who wants it more in this series because if they do that, this game could go six or get seven games and the Milwaukee Bucks could win, but they have to win game four. Game four is the key game in this series. I'm not trying to overscape game three, but I just I think Milwaukee has a lot of potential and grip on that game from what they've shown in their ability to win in the, uh, at home in the postseason. So we'll see how it goes, though. You can catch all of the coverage of the NBA Finals and much more sports analysis here on Blake's Take on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or YouTube. Hope you all enjoyed, and I'll see you all in the next one.